Welcome to the podcast of the world's first smart church. I am the pastor of the world's smart church, Reverend John Victor Whitehurst, and I will be your host. This podcast is designed to be exciting and thought provoking. I want to start uh, with no script, but just to say welcome, and uh, I want to tell you up front, ultimately, the world's first smart church, kingdom building, innovations, Christian church, the vision that God has given me, exists Because God has given us an excellent opportunity, an excellent gift, an excellent tool in the form of technology. And at KBI Christian Church, Kingdom Building Innovations Christian Church, we are in the process uh, of establishing a robotics program and gamification to be used to motivate people in ministry. That's not all that we're doing, but that's just to drop a couple of programs that are underway at Kingdom Building Innovations Christian Church. We are a body of believers in Jesus Christ, um, utilizing the Word of God and technological tools to create a cataclysmic transformation of the world. We want to get as many souls saved as possible. And we also want to bring into realization the vision that God has shared and instructed and assigned us to accomplish. And so I want you to know in the African-American community, which we predominantly target, we have economical barriers that are of high priority for us. Recently, uh, we've had to deal with a lot of injustices uh, when it comes to, as T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes of the Potter's House says to the police officers trying to try our cases and our children on the sidewalk or on the pavement or in the dirt or in the street. Pulling us over or stopping us. And then executing us. Oftentimes without even an arrest made. Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, 
Tamir Rice, Jordan Davis, and others. And, and, and that's a sad, sad experience. And it always takes precedence when life and blood is involved. And so we've had to yield and focus on violence in America. But there's something greater that's happening here. There's something greater uh, that is begin to, beginning to take shape for us. A great opportunity in the form of technology that is beginning to take shape for the African-American community in particular that the enemy wants to sow seeds of confusion and destruction and disruption to keep us from seeing and obtaining that that God has already said is for us. We were brought over here on slave ships and we were the American economy. Not we built the American economy or we worked for uh, or we've been working the longest in the American economy. We as slaves were the American economy. And we went from that to being freed as slaves in the physical sense. To the civil rights and Jim Crow and segregation era. The 40 acres and a mule never happened. We never received the 40 acres and a mule. It was never offered to us as promised. And so by our own bootstraps, our ancestors and our forefathers and mothers and all of us have had to pull ourselves up. Some of us have done well for ourselves, but collectively what we have still pales in comparison to what other races in America have and use our backsize to earn. Something that no one wants to face is that the wealth when we talk about the wealth gap and the income gap, that wealth exists because of us. We built the wealth. So imagine the slap in the face. America would not be where America 
is and what America is today had it not been for the slave trade. How can you tell us that entitlement programs don't have a place and that Medicare and Medicaid must be cut? How can you dare threaten us with the stripping of Social Security for our seniors? How can you just pack us into projects? Plant guns and drugs into our environment. Sit back and watch us kill one another. Bring police in to build the murdering momentum up. Tell us that we're just lazy people who don't work and who haven't, who hasn't done anything and hasn't earned anything and doesn't deserve anything. We've been locked out of every single industry in this country. And at one point in time, we were the equality of industry. We were your economy. We were your wealth. We were your property. We were your money. We were your assets. And now you're going to tell us that we can't. We were your business. So where is the money, President Obama, and the rest of of the government officials and politicians. Where's the money and where is the spending and where is the policy that's going to allow us, the people who were once property, to own more property, who worked the land to own more land, who were the business to own and start businesses. Where's the startup money for the people who were once considered startups? Where's the money for us to build our assets? The people who were once assets. Isn't that amazing that we could be an asset? But you got discriminatory policies in place, in laws, and in companies that keep us from obtaining assets. Isn't it amazing that we were the people who were considered wealth and industry, and yet we are being blocked out of industries? Including the technology industry. We need Apple to do more. We need Google to do more. More importantly. We need money to start up our own tech industry. Businesses. And startups. We need money to launch our programs. We need backing. We need a seat at the table. We need the politicians to be friendly to us 
and to work with us just as rapidly as they work with the wealthy. When you look at us now, you want to shoot us dead and kill us. When you looked at us in the civil rights era, you wanted to put us in the back of the bus and make us drink from this water fountain. Make us go to this school. You looked at us and you want it to be unfair and you wanted things to be unequal. How in the world can you justify that? And then we get up here and we talk about, well, it's, it's just the culture and it's the devil and it, it must be the race. The devil is a lie. There is no way that you can go from looking at us as your gold, as your wealth, as your money, as your industry, to looking at us as nothing. I didn't mean to be this alone. Huh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Talk, talk, talk. This is this is what we want to discuss here at the podcast for the world's first smart church. We 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 want to bring to light issues and barriers that we must come together and overcome so that we can be better off economically, educationally, spiritually. We want to participate in politics. We want to do everything we can to work together and help you understand what we need for social uplift and to put pressure on the leverage points of this nation so that our government and our politicians care enough to implement policy that will pave a road for all of our children to be successful. This is important. This is important. I'll be sharing the word of God a lot because it's always important to keep the main thing the main thing. It's all about Jesus Christ. And him crucified is about spreading his gospel in all four corners of the earth. And I'm talking about the real unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not just talking about the fact that you show up to church week after week and you praise and sing and dance. That's not Christianity. That's called worship. That's called praise. It's a very small part of Christianity. I won't argue with you that it is probably the most important, if not one of the most important parts of Christianity. We are the bridegroom of Christ, the bride of the bride of, of Christ. Christ is the bridegroom. 
But there's a whole lot more to Jesus Christ than your clapping, singing, dancing. He shook up cities and towns and structure, paradigms. He came with values and principles and beliefs. He was thought-provoking. He was innovatory. And Christianity means that you follow after that. One time he said, whatever you do to the least of these, you're doing it to me. Says you got to go by and visit those who are imprisoned and sick. You got to clothe those that are naked, feed those that are hungry. And so we want to visit the school to prison pipeline. And when we want to look at ways to get involved. And turn the tide on that. God bless you. I'm not going to keep you long. Um, I, I'm praying every single day. That anyone who's coming here. And, and listening to the podcast. That your life. Begins to benefit from it. That things get better for you. That you find new connections. That God blesses you with abundance. Not just in your money, but in your soul and in your spirit. And in your mind. I'm praying for you that the dreams that you have. Even the ones that you may have given up on. The ones that you seem uh, to think are impossible now. That God shows you a miracle and brings those dreams into fruition. I'm praying that those dreams happen for you. I'm praying that you walk right into it. The very thing that you held on to for so long and hoped for. That gradually slipped out of your position. That he brings it back to you. That he restores you to it and restores it to you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that anything that's keeping you from loving your brothers and your sisters. And allowing God's love to show as an example and exude from you. That he removes it. The grudges. The obstacles. The stumbling blocks. The memories. The pain. The beliefs. 
that have disarmed your faith. I'm praying that he removes it. I'm praying that he helps you to see and understand that it's not your fault. That the world is full of sin and mishaps and trials and tribulations that will continue to happen. Every day can't just be a sunny day, but the dark clouds are going to come and the chilly winds are going to come. But it's not your fault. You need to forgive yourself. And forgive others around you. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and spiritual wickedness. And high places. It's not your fault. I'm praying that right now. Even now you'll, you'll give yourself a hug. And you'll learn to love yourself and respect yourself. From this point, no matter where you've been and, and what you've done and what you've encountered, from this point that you'll begin to love yourself. Give your heart, your soul, and your mind and your life over to God, over to Jesus Christ. That's what I'm praying for you. I'm praying that he'll give you the courage. To walk into that destiny and that purpose and to carry out that mission for your life. He says that he's begun a good work in you and he plans on completing it. And not only does he plan on completing it, but he will complete it. The victory is already yours as long as your hand is in the hand of Jesus. I'm praying that you'll keep your hand there. And when, because when you're weak, he'll be strong. And when you think that you can't take it and you can't make it. He'll step in and he'll fight your battles for you. I'm praying that you begin to know that deep within your soul right now. I'm praying that your ears open up to the point that the voice of the prophet of God can be crystal clear for you. I'm praying that God will cut off the hands of any enemy that tries to attack you, throw stones at you. Tries to muffle your hearing and understanding of what the Spirit of the Lord is trying to say to you in the Spirit, even right now and forever. I'm praying that God drives the enemy back away from your home, from your children, from your family, from your church, from your business. From your car on the highway. From your finances. From your health. And that he protects you. Because you are his child. 
I love you. I'm praying for you every day. Please continue to pray for me. Reverend John Victor Whitehurst, pray for Kingdom Building Innovations Christian Church. We've set out to do a great work for the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. Um, one of the products that we have at KBI uh, is a media site. It's called praisereporter.info. Uh, for updates and news, um, be sure to check us out there too. Thanks. God bless you. We love you.